What's going on, AJ? What's up, man? Nothing, man. Just, you know, trying to figure out how many Sour Patch Kids one person could eat in one day. How many do you think you could eat? Um, Probably a lot. Why? Is there, like, something where, like, if you eat too many, you collapse or something? No, but it definitely tears up your mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> you wake up with, like, sores does in your like, you, like I was going to say, does it give you, like, sores in your mouth? Is what herpes is like? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, yeah, because I told you I bought... I like Sour Patch Kids. I bought... Oh, I, I did, too, until uh, I was like, oh, my two favorite flavors. I'm going to buy a bag of each. And then it was, like, five pounds bag of each. Five pounds, and then some. And then the next day, another box showed up with the exact same order. So I inexplicably have twenty pounds of Sour Patch Kids in my apartment, um, and I can't get through them fast enough. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh man, send me some. What's that? Send you some? Yeah, I'll, I'll help you. Out. I'll just bring them to the meetup. They'll, they'll still be good in ten months, right? Nine what meetup? You say? Oh, meetup, meetup. Well, maybe we should start the show. We can talk all about it. Sounds good. Let's go. Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and two wise Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live. For your viewing pleasure, 6 p.m. Eastern. Do it live right here on YouTube. Also, after the fact, our good friend Jamie puts us up on podcast services of your choice. Yes, that includes Spotify and all sorts of other podcast services I am not familiar with in the slightest. I should probably have a list here or something. Uh, maybe people in the chat. If there's people in the chat who listen to, to podcasts on anything other than Spotify, let me know. You could lie and make up a podcast service. I would never know because the names of some of these are silly. My name is Brian Powell from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here, half green screened, it's AJ from The Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? Happy Monday. And I know that Mondays usually suck. But we are here, Brian, to ensure their Monday sucks. Just a little bit less. <laughs> That's right. I mean, we, we fucking give it a shot every Monday. We don't always succeed. I, I'm sure some no people. Promises. Sure, there's some Mondays where people walked away and said, I don't know. I just. You need to bring back the disclaimers. Like, <laughs> you would always do the intro and then you'd be like, disclaimer, without parole is a, <laughs> is a solo operating party and not uh, its own LLC and the, the views and. Uh, ideas represented here do not represent that of, uh, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's, whatever can get us sued. As somebody with zero uh, long or short-term, short-term memory, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? But then I was like, wait, that, for like a, like a month or something, uh, I did put it. It was like supposed to be funny, and I have no idea no. why I did that or what happened to it. I, I don't know. But, you just need to like record a disclaimer and then like speed it up like eight times and then just, like play it, <laughs> play it real quick. With it. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks everyone for being here. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, if you're not here live, uh, we we understand. You have things to do. You have VR games to play. You have lives full full fledged lives. Um, and uh, and that's why we're so happy that Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry puts timestamps into this thing after the fact to make your life easier and to make your viewing experience more pleasurable. Um, AJ, uh, before we really get the ball rolling here, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, 
I just want to, I just want to say real quick, uh, if you're not already a member of our Discord, you should join us. Uh, and that's, you know, I, I don't benefit at all from that. Uh, it's just a cool place for everyone to hang out. It's a great, uh, space for the community. Uh, but, but there's a few things going on, uh, over on our Discord that make it super imperative that you guys join, uh, especially if you're like a, a big member of this community. Uh, and the first thing is, is that we're trying the mods, uh, Rody, me, uh, everyone involved is trying to get this, uh, 2024 in-person GameCat meetup kind of, uh, kind of scheduled and, and, and figured out. Uh, and so what Rody did to get the ball rolling on that was this morning, he posted, uh, a bunch of hotels, like things like 13 hotels or something like that, that are all, uh, nearby within a couple miles of the, uh, the Boston convention center in the seaport district where the, uh, where PAX East is taking place March 21st through 24th next year. Um, so if you guys are thinking about coming to the in-person GameCat meetup, uh, obviously a big part of that is going to be, Hey, we're, we're just getting packs, uh, packs these tickets for the weekend, or some people are just going to go for a couple days because you know, it's expensive. Uh, and of course the hotels are going to be a big part of that. So figure out who you're going to be staying with. Uh, some people want to split rooms like six ways, uh, just to save on money. Uh, and so we're going to be figuring this out, but this is the first day that we're really getting the ball rolling on that. So just keep that in mind. Uh, the sooner you get tickets, the sooner you get airfare, the sooner you get uh, hotel rooms, uh, Tickets for PAX East aren't even on sale yet, but the sooner you kind of arrange this, the cheaper it's going to be. Uh, so just letting you know, that's why we're trying to figure it out this early. AJ, you coming to the meetup next year? Game Cat Meetup, baby, 2024. I don't know. Yes, I am. <laughs> I probably am. Uh, yeah, dude, the last time we did a Game Cat Meetup was 2019. Go that was fuck like yourself. the inaugural one. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Is that, that's not even a real year. Things happened, uh, and so we pushed it off for a long, long time. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, it was such an amazing time uh, the first time. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to do whatever I can to be there, absolutely. And um, it was just so much fun. And getting to go to PAX East, hopefully uh, there's some PSVR 2 stuff happening there yeah. where we actually get to play some, like, uh, previews of some games and stuff. March next year, man, that's going to be a pretty – I, I would imagine a pretty interesting time for PSVR too. you know, with most consoles and everything a year or two years in is like when things really start to get going. So um, I think uh, around that time, there'll definitely be some things to look forward to. And hopefully we get to get our hands on and hang out, drink a couple beers, shoot the shit with the cats. I'm going to drink some coffees, but I'm more than happy to go out. And I mean, I think it's just the, the whole weekend is just going to be like, you know, GameCat Central. Uh, I feel like we're going to be getting up and, and meeting up for coffee and then, you know, eventually making our way over to the convention center. Um, I've been to PAX East m many times. And I mean, the, the thing is, is yes, you can wander the floor and stand in line for all these different games, VR games, flat screen games, whatever. Uh, and a lot of it is standing in line waiting around, but there's also stuff you can buy. Um, there's, there's retro game shops that are set up there. Uh, all sorts of crazy shit. Uh, there's places to play uh, board games. Around the convention center, there are tables and, and chairs set up so that if you get tired of walking around, uh, we all bring our Nintendo Switches or, or whatever. Uh, so you can all like sit around and play Mario Kart together. Um, and then of course, you know, after the fact, I'm sure we're all going to be going to, out to eat, uh, hitting up bars. I don't drink anymore. Um, but I'm more than happy to go be social with you guys. And, uh, and we've, we're, we're, we're actually trying to get a few things planned for like special events in terms of like, you know, after hours type things that, uh, but I'll, I'll, you know, a sirens on my end. We'll reveal more about that as we get closer to it. Um, 
moving on. Uh, just want to let everybody know that uh, next Sunday, and obviously we're very far away from it. We, we're as far, almost as far away from it as we can be. Next Sunday's game uh, multiplayer meetup uh, will be another D-Day enhanced beta test. Uh, if you if you miss out on the last one, let us know. Uh, again, come join our Discord. Uh, hit hit up some of our mods. Uh, if you don't have keys yet, um, but uh, but a lot of you should already have keys. The beta will be reopened. Uh, so that'll be 2 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Uh, if you didn't get to play last time, it was a blast. It was absolutely ridiculous seeing uh, just so 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 many uh, so many players, 64 players on the battlefield all at once. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, just the proof of concept alone was something a sight to behold you know i haven't i know strange games t- has a lot of uh influence from um like resistance the two back in the day where it had like that 64 player multiplayer uh, i think it i want to say yeah there was like resistance mag um there was like a couple years span of just like some insane multiplayer count games uh that were a lot of fun and yeah just like just having that many people, it, it felt like you're on a battlefield because of just that many people. Yeah. Yep. So this is, uh, it, it's quite, it's quite the experience. Uh, and obviously, uh, Reggie and, and, and his, uh, and his team are trying to like patch up some of the issues we found the last time around. Uh, and this should be a really cool experience. So, uh, so yeah, make sure you get in on that. We'll be reminding you all week and, uh, it'll be great. Uh, Ike in the chat with the $2 tip says thoughts on the Beat Saber hotfix. Uh, I haven't played Beat Saber since the hotfix, uh, but everyone told me that uh, the the sabers now have offset options, so you can angle them however you want to. Uh, but I did hear that some people are still having problems with frame rate issues on certain tracks. Uh, have you played since the hotfix, AJ? Not since the hotfix. I've played a bunch uh, before it, um, and I was having a good time with it. But yeah, I I am glad that there's an option. Now, for those who, you know, like I said, it's like, for me, the angle wasn't bothering me, um, especially like, you know, Beat Saber uses a lot of risk control, at least once you get, you know, uh, once you practice it a bunch, I think it kind of trains you to use your wrists a lot. And uh, I thought the the placement of it was fine. But like I said before, you know, whatever feels comfortable to you is like comfortable to you. So I'm glad that there's an option for uh people to try it so no i need to check that out and then give you guys an update when possible yeah i was actually i i figured the, since it was a hot fix you know not like a full patch um i figured it was just gonna like make the sabers one-to-one with the controllers uh but apparently yeah they've given you lots of options to kind of angle it the way that you want to so i'm, I'm really happy to hear that uh but uh i'm i'm i the when i when i checked out beat saber when it first dropped i felt that addiction creeping back in that I hadn't felt in a long time. Um, the new queen pack was really good. Uh, and, and I was going back and playing some old songs that I really hadn't touched in a very long time. And I was like, Oh man, I feel it. I feel it again. And I, and I haven't cared about oh, yeah. in a little while. So I'm excited to get back into it. It's great to have it back, man. It really is. Yeah. Uh, so AJ, um, it's Monday. As we like to do on Monday, like to th- you know, thank all the cats uh, who, who help us out in all sorts of different ways. But every Monday, we like to thank a very specific group of cats, don't we? That's right, Brian. On Mondays, we like to thank those who support us in another way by changing your name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have what, th- three new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. <laughs> Starting with... 
Airwick, the wicked game cat of the north. Uh, I did. I did not set these up ahead of time. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Bing. <laughs> I was okay. Yeah. I was waiting for it. I was like. I was like. Did the did the the kung fu noises cue on time? And I was like, oh, okay. And then of course it was this. That did. there's always <laughs> something, in it, you know. It's like, I, I knew there'd be something. It's one or the other. It really, really is. Okay, who's our second one? We've also got serial killer. The equality among all game cat. Bing. A quality among all game cat. Did he run out of characters? Why is that worded so phrase phrase so oddly? Worded so phrasely. Okay, I don't know. This one's gonna be a tough one. Let's try this out. We've finally got Hippocatamus Picolicus Game Catasaurus. Bing. I'm so fucking glad I didn't have to say that. <laughs> Picolicus. Hippocatamus. There's like a CKC. Picklicious. Yeah, it's pickle. It, there's there's pickle a missing vowel between pick and lick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a problem. I got close. Yeah, uh, guys, if you don't know, the Game Cats are the loyal bong of without parole. If you want to show your support, uh, you, you can do it without giving us a single penny it's by by changing your name to Game Cat either on Google or on YouTube, so that when you leave comments, uh, you're 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 officially a Game Cat. Put Game Cat in your name somewhere, and uh, and and then hit. And leave a comment with hashtag GameCat in it so that we can find you and give you a shout out on next week's show. I feel like I used to have a spiel for that that was like way more fluid. You know, getting old, AJ. The, the, getting old. The chat is still talking about how I mentioned Beat Saber is all about wrist movements. <laughs> oh, never I mean, changed. I love you guys. I mean, you know, some people. It's a lot of, it's very important to have good wrist technique while you're playing Beat Saber. Some people beat their pickle and some people beat their saber. Some people beat their monkey. Just don't beat your wives. Uh, Super Elastic Bubble Plastic Game Cat with a $5 tip says, VR Wars have begun. No more uh, Cialis ads. Oh, Cialis ads. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> During Brian's YouTube PSVR 2 post. PSVR 2 post. Now it's Quest. Gets me just as excited. Anything to push VR. Oh, good. So no more Cialis ads. Quest ads. Damn. I, I, I <laughs> so much better. <laughs> it is better. What, you know what? Whatever pays the bills, man. Whatever pays the bills. Yeah, yeah. it's funny though that yeah the the like I said, man, Quest is really good about marketing. We haven't even talked about that yet. I haven't talked about it with you. I you know um, talked about it on Thursday, but last Thursday, but AJ, yeah, we, we AJ, what, the... what could, what could you possibly be talking about? What's 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 Thursday? Oh, it would be uh, interactive chat. It's also known as what you dubbed Gamescast without Brian. Which, as we know, makes it infinitely better. (laughs) No, no. We finally ditched the part um, of Gamescast that just wasn't working. (laughs) Um. But anyways, uh, this is, yeah, this is, this is over on AJ's channel, by the way. The link is in the description below. PSVR Underground. Make sure you go subscribe to him. Uh, If you don't, I know where you live. Appreciate the support, man. Um. Yeah, no, you know, the, uh, what was he talking about? I forgot. I got lost now. He's talking about VR Wars. Oh, yeah, Quest. I was just saying that, you know, Quest uh, and Meta, they do a really good job with marketing. And as we'll talk it uh, again today about Apple, um, you know, there's there's a certain type of presentation that have been uh, delivered that I think are uh, nice, just a nice old-fashioned traditional presentation um, that it felt good to see. Agreed. <laughs> I totally forgot what we were talking about, but I just winged it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, 
thing, dude, I mean, this, it's crazy, right? I mean, we, we just had the meta showcase, um, the Sony showcase we had, uh, prior to that. Um, we, this week we have the summer game fest that's happening. Uh, God, I, I get my, I've got my dates all screwy in my head. I think the summer game fest is Thursday and then, uh, games radars future game show is on Saturday. Uh, and then like the, the Ubisoft conference is soon too. Yeah. They're going to be showing Assassin's Creed well, VR. It's summertime, man. This is why you know all this stuff is every summer. We expect lots of game announcements, lots of things to be happening, and yeah, it's like E3 is gone, but people are still trying to use this time to promote and stuff. And I think it's a great thing. I, th- I think uh, it helps fill the void of the big event where the entire industry would get together and celebrate. Um, it's kind of like, yeah, now everyone's just kind of doing their own thing and it's scattered and, you know, it ranges a bunch, but it's whatever. It's better than nothing. At least there's like something, you know, I still expect a bunch of cool announcements over this summer. Uh, just, it could come from anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing will ever replace E3 for me. Um, E3 was dead long before E3 stopped being a thing. Uh, I think the second that Sony pulled out of it, it was, it was over. Um, yeah, that, that was, that was the highlight for me. Are. That was special. There was a, this, there was this healthy competition going on. Um, whereas, you know, Microsoft would go and Ubisoft would go and EA would go and who, whoever the fuck else would go. Um, and then Sony would just generally be last. And it was, uh, at least, at least from the big three, they'd always go last. And, uh, and it was the highlight of the show. It was just, it was just like where I just kind of miss when everybody held their secrets back and then, like all year long, you were like, "What the hell's going on?" Uh, and then it was just like this flood, flood of like new game announcements and, and, and previews and trailers and teasers and new IPs and sequels to games that you love. It, it was just like this magical moment, and, and I don't know if we're ever going to get that back. Um, and I'm wondering how this is how this is affecting the industry and, and and what you know the the big console manufacturers think of it and what the game developers think of it. Uh, if this is if if these like all these little announcements are getting lost uh, just because they're happening at random times, random intervals. Uh, and you don't have millions of eyes on you anymore during, you know, for these smaller developers, sometimes they get real lucky and were like had millions of eyes on them because it was part of a bigger show. Uh, and that's just not happening anymore. And I'm really wondering what the effects of that are. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's a huge effect. I mean, there's, there's stuff that's replaced it, right? There was the Sony showcase recently, which, you know, a lot of, Smaller developers got to show their games. A lot of random developers got to show their stuff. There was the meta showcase. Then there's stuff like the Jeff Keighley events that get millions of views. So, like I said, E3 is gone. Yes, it was special when it was at its best, but there's definitely, like, replacements. There's been several things that have replaced uh, the viewership and the excitement. And I think, overall, that kind of thing is important because – when people are excited about video games and uh, the more excited they are, the more people play video games and want to play video games and buy stuff and have a good time. And, and so, yeah, it's, I think it is important to, um, to have that buildup of excitement and to have, to be, to have a reason to be excited about video games. I think it brings a lot more people in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Looper, the underground game cat with the two euros. Uh, he says, I, it seems like I was deciphering a code when I was reading this. He says eight, meaning I'm believing, uh, June 8th, summer games fest. Um, June 10th is future game show. June 12th is the Ubisoft 
Connect, is that what it's still called? Uh, and then the 14th is the Upload VR Showcase. Uh, I think uh, Ubisoft Forward. Forward. Okay. Something. There's something Connect. <laughs> is that Facebook Connect? I don't fucking know. It's, it's all <laughs> yes, the same. So. Uh, yeah, I'm oddly looking forward to the Upload VR Showcase because I believe that's sponsored by Endreams. Uh, so hopefully we'll see more Synapse. Hopefully we'll see more Ghostbusters. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're getting to this point where... Once upon a time, AJ, the last, I don't know, three years of PSVR, and even like some of the early years of PSVR, new games would be revealed and like just never get announced for PSVR or PSVR would get announced and get canceled or whatever. And now uh, we've got a headset where there's no excuse. It's it's the new hotness, as the kids say, AJ. PSVR 2 is where most developers want their games to be. Um, doesn't quite have the biggest market yet, but it's getting there. And if you don't have your game on PSVR 2, it's ridiculous. So... Uh, so we're getting to this point where uh, any VR game that gets announced, you're like, I bet that's coming to PSVR too. And so this upload VR showcase is probably going to be one of the better ones because uh, anything they show will likely be coming our way. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Don, I will reserve judgment. <laughs> Don Ken with the 3.50 Chieftain says, add two zeros and you have the Apple Vision Pro. Uh, definitely very expensive. We will get to that momentarily. Um, and then one more tip, and that is, uh, GameCat Chicago with the $5 tip says nothing can replace E3 hype. Nothing can truly replace E3 hype though. That was a special kind of annual excitement. It was, man. It was, it was my holiday. I mean, 100%. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you there. I heard you talking recently about the, the E3 of dreams where it was like Final Fantasy VII announced the last guardian, Shenmue three. And like, it was, dude, it, just tore the house down like it was crazy man um it was uh yeah but there were several other e3s that were really cool too um that were really good and yeah it was excellent times i I do kind of miss that that format a lot of like going on stage talking about this was a success this is our plans for the future this is what's going to kick ass and yeah i do miss that whole presentation style thing now now everything's just like a it's just become a, a state of play, for lack of a better word, and just a longer. We've got short state of plays and a long state of plays now, and it's just got every just throw everything in there. It's like a a goulash of games. Yeah, uh, I was trying to bring up. I was trying to bring up something from the PlayStation Experience. Remember the PlayStation Experience that they did for a couple of years? That was amazing. Yeah, uh, the last one wasn't very good either, though. Yeah. Like the first one they did was great because it just felt like a continuation of E3. The next one they did was Flute Guy. <laughs> oh boy! It just yeah. it wasn't great. It it wasn't. Um, it it was it was not good. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, we, luckily we did get a couple uh, good pieces of PlayStation VR two news today. Usually Monday is a little bit on the slower side, uh, but it was really really good to see that um everybody over in Kuvo is talking about Green Hell VR and uh and obviously Green Hell VR has been a game that's been uh was announced for PlayStation VR 2 quite a while back uh and when it got announced quite a while back they said uh they, they said Q3 uh 2023 and so here we are a month away from the beginning of Q3, and uh, and here it is, man. It's av- it's available to wishlist on the PlayStation Store. Excited, AJ? I love it. Very excited, actually. I'm really, really looking forward to this game. I love survival games in VR, mm-hmm. and this honestly looks like 
possibly the best VR survival game coming right now. So um, that 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 exists right now. So I'm I'm really excited about this, and uh, yeah, it's nice seeing it on the PlayStation Store as well. And I noticed Undead Citadel pop back up there. So I, I wonder if this is a sign that uh, these are just right around the corner. Yeah, you would hope so, uh, at least within the next month or two, because, I mean, it, these are, I mean, yeah, these are absolutely the kind of games we're looking for. And I think, I think Green Hell looks beautiful. Uh, every time they post a screenshot, uh, over on Twitter, I'm, I'm just kind of blown away being like, man, I can't wait to see this inside the headset. Can't wait to see how, you know, how sharp it is, how fast, you know, what the refresh rate's like, just kind of those technical things that we're sort of looking for these days. Um, but I mean, you know, as far as the trailers go, as far as the screenshots go, it looks beautiful and I've heard nothing but good things. So, uh, it's a good stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, I love that it has a story. I love that it has like a just a pure survival mode. Um, <clears throat> it looks like graphically, it looks really nice. And uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much people are into it. Because I know survival is something that people are not, you know, the casual, the more casual audience isn't like into the super survival stuff yet. Um, because, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but. Oh, and then of course they said that there's going to be multiplayer. So that's a that's a pretty big game changer in my opinion. You know, if if people are not into intense survival by themselves, well, I think multiplayer is a huge game changer for that because now you get to just like fuck around with your friends and and die and have fun and laugh at each other and stuff. Yeah, uh, multiplayer and uh, I believe three chapters of of, uh, of DLC were all announced recently. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if, if this all manages to come out and be part of the PlayStation VR 2 launch. I think that would be perfect. Uh, you know, I'd actually tell them, like, wait a month or two and make sure that, like, it is part of the PSVR 2 launch. Like, how it, it's always nice to come back to a game after it's been improved. But, man, uh, just getting kind of, like, the complete edition at launch, I think, would be just, oh, chef's kiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Is that what people do? And that it's not blurry. People don't do that. <laughs> Dude, if it's blurry, I'm just fucking done, okay? <laughs> I don't think it will be. Yeah. I don't think it will. And Kubo's been, man, they've been on it. Like, you know, I, Blair Witch was was pretty good. Yeah, shocking. Um, I know Layers of Fear was crap. Or at least I thought it was crap. But mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but uh, Blair Witch was very high quality. And so I'm hoping of that caliber. They're also the ones that are helping with um, Bulletstorm VR. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, they they're busy, man. I I mentioned this on interactive chat as well. I don't know if you remember or not, but we talked about years ago when like in Kubo, uh, I think it was like in Kubo was was purchased by People Can Fly or People Can Fly were purchased by in Kubo, and we were like, wouldn't that be crazy if they made Bulletstorm? No, nah, they're not going to make Bulletstorm. Uh, and surely enough, years later, here we are. I I yeah zero recollection of that recollection of that conversation. I got you, man. It's all right. I've got. <laughs> I'll store your memories for you. The good thing is, is that no one's going to fact check us on that, and so we can basically say, you know, we knew we knew all we we predicted yeah. all of this stuff. I said in I in fact on that episode I said in 2023 in the summertime <laughs> they're going to be doing yep. this, and I bet and I I said Brian five pizzas, and you said okay, I'll bet you five pizzas. So. You owe me five pizzas now. Oh man! And I said the chat, chat too. So the chat owes me five pizzas. I'm gonna, well. I'm gonna have to do some fact checking. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck finding it. I don't know, I trust you. <laughs> um, there was also an Undead Citadel trailer that uh, that got released too, uh, which is again really nice. Uh, 
as as we've been talking about uh, quite extensively on the show, um, they they were trying to get this out for the PSVR two launch. They did not succeed. They called it a missed opportunity, uh, and they kind of said we're going to go focus on this on the Steam version and make sure that, that that's set for launch. We'll circle back around to the PSVR two version, and uh, and then here we are. It, it showed up on the PlayStation Store, uh, and um, and you know now the Steam version is either out or coming out very very shortly. Uh, then, then it's time to like you know give, give that PSVR two version the month or two more that it needs uh, to get brought up to speed, and and we're gonna have this game that we've been waiting four years for. AJ, it's finally here, uh, and if you have seen this trailer, uh, some of it is definitely from the horde yes. mode. Some of it's definitely from the horde mode that like you know that that was available for the Steam VR Fest or whatever what it was, um, which was fun, but. You can definitely tell that some of these some of these uh, gameplay clips are from the campaign. There's one in the graveyard. There's one you can just kind of tell, like whenever you're sort of this more exploratory fashion when enemies aren't around. Absolutely from the campaign. Uh, and I, I mean, I just think it looks like everything I want. Is there new footage of this though? Because I know they released a new video. I kind of skimmed through it and I saw and I saw footage that I've seen like for four years, and I was like, ah, this looks like the same footage, same horde mode. Is there in yeah. this new video? Is there actual new footage there's, of the there's campaign stuff? Lots of new footage. Um, oh, actually, even the, a lot of the horde mode footage is new. A lot of the combat footage is new. Um, it looks similar because of you know where it is in the enemy. I'm not really interested in the horde mode, but the good news is, Brian, I went over to the PlayStation Store and I looked at the description and I was like, you know, and they actually do specify about the story mode mm-hmm. and about the horde mode. Ten and levels. they say that there's like up to ten level. Uh, yeah, over ten levels yeah. and stuff. That is what I'm most curious about and most excited about with this. I Horde modes are fine or whatever. Mm. They're not a game to me, really. They're not an entire game. <clears throat> uh, like, you know, I think Swordsman, Hellsplit Arena, things like that are good comparisons. It's like a lot of people like these kinds of these kind of arena fighters or whatever where you just mess around, you beat up skeletons and play with physics, but it's like, I'm very much like just a single player campaign structure kind of person. And, um, you know, that's, that's really exciting to see that that's going to be a part of this. I hope it's really good because we've been waiting a very long time for this. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, you know, I feel like, I think, I think the description on the PlayStation store is the same one that's been sort of floating around on steam for the better part of a year or two, uh, which sort of helped us come to terms with like what the game was all about to begin with. Um, but yeah, they're talking about like puzzles and finding items and and everything else. So, you know, it's not just, I'll take it. it, Yeah. It's not just a horde mode, you know, or an adventure mode disguised, uh, as a, or a horde mode disguised in this adventure mode. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, it does seem like there's actual, like, um, environmental interactions and stuff so we'll see we'll see you know there's a, there's a million different ways that this could go horribly wrong but at least from what i played in the horde mode on the steam demo uh it felt good to play and uh and if they can make a good adventure out of it then i mean i will be there day one obviously one of my more anticipated games for sure yeah oh dude i think that goes for a lot of people i think that if this game sucks they're going to let a lot of people down uh the first teaser for this game came out four years ago the first teaser trailer uh which means you know i don't know how long the game was in development for before that teaser trailer but you know so this could be easily been in development for five years which is just yeah you know kind of crazy for uh for for not you know for big triple a titles tend to be in development that long uh but this is obviously a smaller team and we know that some great games took that long to make 
Uh, the one that always comes to mind is Zing, the land beyond. Six years, AJ, with three people at the helm. So Amazing. Yeah. Amazing game. Wish it would get remastered. Oh, absolutely. Like, what the hell are those guys doing? I, I messaged them, and I never heard back. <laughs> so uh, what they're doing is ignoring me, which <laughs> I don't blame them. Uh, and then uh, I woke up this morning around 4 a.m. and saw that PlayStation had posted a new trailer uh, on their YouTube channel. For I like woke up too, and I saw the I saw the notification. I'm like, what? Really? Why are you posting this at four in the morning? <laughs> I woke up to that too. I think my light came on and woke me up, or something. I don't know, or it was just coincidence. But I'm like, what are they doing? Posting a trailer at four in the morning? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, Funny, but. Nonetheless, exciting stuff, Brian. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I've got. I was all ready to talk about this, and then I realized I don't even have the trailer. So, uh, oh, let, let me just download this real quick so we can we can be showing it while we're talking about it. Um, okay, that's gonna be ready any second. So, uh, so yeah, man. Uh, the the big the big reveal, of course. I think. I correct me if I'm wrong, man. I, I feel like my brain has just completely gone to hell. Um, I know that on a PSVR this week, just mere weeks ago, I uh, revealed this game, showed screenshots, and that was it. H- had we gotten a full trailer since then, or is this the first time we've actually seen gameplay? So there was kind of like an announcement of it. I think it was a teaser, though. I think it was a teaser with some screenshots. I don't think uh, this is, I believe, as far as I remember, uh, this was the first actual gameplay, and they gave us a lot of gameplay footage uh, to see here, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love how they start with the old arcade version, and it's like the the yes. light, the, the flashing light from the light gun, uh, because that's how the, the game would know if you uh, hit the enemy or not, from these, like, the way that the light gun reacted with the screen with flashing lights. Uh, what a mess, man. What a mess. Uh, it's crazy that we used to play light gun games like that. Um, but this looks good. This looks good. I, I, I love rail shooters, uh, and we don't have that many of them. Uh, this is, we, I love this trailer, by the way. Yeah. This trailer was so funny. Like so good. The kittens are adorable. Yeah. It's like now we break to some kittens right? for you to, uh, relax for a second. But I love, I love the, the tone of the trailer and, Dude, I'm, I don't know about you, but I played a lot of Operation Wolf back in the day, and uh, I was a big fan of it. It was really hard um, for me, but um, but I still loved it. And uh, yeah, you know, rail shooters. I'm 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 kind of hit or miss on these days. Like I, rail shooters are legitimately the reason I got into VR with Rush of Blood. But then, like, I've been introduced to so much more it's kind of hard to get the same excitement about them. That being said, um, we've had something similar with Operation Warcade. Right. And, uh, you know, besides it being extremely unpolished, it was actually kind of fun. And looking at this footage, man, like, I don't know. It looks like it could be fun. And and so I will definitely give it a chance. And and I hope it's, uh, I hope it's really good because I like this uh, IP. Yeah, I mean... I don't really care about Operation Wolf as far as an IP goes. Like it was, it was fun back in the day. It was never one of my favorites, but I love rail shooters. Yeah. And so, you know, we, oh. we keep asking for things like House of the Dead, uh, or, uh, other 
games that are eluding my memory at the moment. Um, Vampire Night, anything like Time Crisis, anything that Namco made that supported the GunCon too. Uh, I will take all of the Gun Survivor games from Capcom. Thank you very much. Uh, Virtua Cop, I don't care, man. Like I want them all. So this just happens to be sort of bottom of the list for me. But if this is, you know, if this is successful, uh, maybe it means we'll be able to get a few more of the games that we've been waiting for. Um, yeah, it's only like six levels or something, so I'm hoping it is just a nice little cheap package and, uh, you know, you play through it, you get a little bit of arcade fun and, and move on. And, um, yeah, it could be good. Yeah, rail shooters don't exactly have to be terribly deep. They're just good for uh, good for a short burst of action and then, you know, plenty of other games to play if you want something that's uh, longer, deeper, more satisfying. AJ, what are we talking about? Uh, Beat Saber. Beat Saber. Perfect. <laughs> um, all right, man. Big news of the day. Uh, the, the Apple WWDC uh, happened. Uh, Worldwide Developers Conference. Oh, unless yeah. I got that wrong. Uh, this is... For four years, AJ, people have been we've, we've been hearing about rumors of an Apple VR headset. I feel like it's been four years. Um and yeah, feels like it for sure. Yeah. And so, you know, but, but the, obviously the, the rumors were stronger than ever. Everything pointed to saying, okay, they're absolutely going to reveal this thing this time around. Uh, and, uh, we had a lot of people hanging out on discord voice chat, uh, while this was happening. Uh, and we watched the entire conference, man, like the entire, it, it's their yearly thing. It's like, Oh, look, it's, it's a bet here. Here's a thing that we that we've been selling you for years and now here's the better version of it and now here's something else oh look here's a thinner version of it and and it very much um you could you could feel a weird energy uh because i I think while watching it you can sort of put yourself in the shoes of like the average consumer and say for some people this is like this is just what they what they watch what they look forward to to find out like what the new hotness is uh, as far as technology goes and uh and we went through the entire thing it, there were some some bits of it were somewhat interesting but then the last 30 minutes the last 40 minutes were all dedicated to the Apple Vision Pro and this is when they revealed their new uh their new headset their first headset uh and I mean, did you get a chance to did you get a chance to check this thing out? I did, man. I got to I, I watched it uh, so that I, I at least kind of know what we were talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I love it, man. Like I love that there is. I don't necessarily love the product itself. I just love that this technology is. You know, more companies are starting to buy into this and do this. Now, this is a little bit different because uh, the sense I had from this is a. Is a little bit different. They're trying to, to me, it's it's more AR than it is VR, which is like augmented reality versus virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Some people, like uh, some developers and stuff, will, will want to jump down my throat for saying there's a difference between AR and VR. I don't really care, <laughs> uh, but but I do think I think at least from a marketing standpoint that they are different. Um, even if, uh, but but yeah, man. I mean, the big takeaway here for me is that. Uh, like I said earlier, just like with the meta sh- showcase and stuff, is that I think competition is really good. I think in order for VR to thrive, there needs to be a competitive market for it. Um, if Sony was the only one out there or if just meta is the only one out there, then um, 
you know, it's just, it's not a healthy thing to do for a extended amount of time. So I'm glad that there's uh, different companies investing and, and trying and experimenting with new things. And their approach is, okay, you remember how first we had computers, then we had mobile phones. Now we have this uh, sleek little visor that you can wear. And it has a lot of features um, that I think are, are pretty cool. Nothing for me personally that I'm super interested in and would want to invest in, but it's like, oh, you know, these are little things here and there that I'm picking up on that, hey, like I would like to see these as a side feature or a small part of whenever you get one of these devices, I think every one of these devices should have some of these features. And uh, I think it's good for uh, innovation and I love innovation. Yeah, I, I think I think we should be absolutely very clear here and say that um, before this event, all the rumors had sort of pointed to Apple making a VR headset, and that's not what this is. Uh, this is uh, this is an augmented reality headset. This is you put it on, and it's all about pass through. It's all about um, expanding um, your expanding your vision to uh, to uh, allow you to. Uh, have your desktop in front of you to have your pictures in front of you. It's basically having like a giant, giant tablet and being able to, it, it's, I couldn't, I couldn't shake the feeling that it was a quest pro, uh, but like done competently, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's a very competent yeah. quest pro, um, that just doesn't play VR games. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely meant for the professional. Uh, I think more than anybody else. I, I, I don't see this, especially with the price tag that they revealed being $3,500. That's the starting price. So there's obviously, right? Like I, I, I had, I had guessed $3,000 and I thought that that was way off. I thought that was way too much money. Um, but well, that's the weird thing, right? Like, I mean, I, I don't really, like I can understand why it would cost that much. If all that technology, you know, it's really high end tech and it's all, you know, uh, the spatial computing, it's got its own operating system, its own whatever. Like, yes, I can understand, but this is, to me, this is stuff that it only makes Sony and, and Meta look better in, in this regard, especially considering theirs of the three are the more mainstream friendly uh, devices and, for for mainstream uses like gaming right right and you can absolutely play games on this they made it very clear that you can use all of the apps that you've got on your tablet on your phone um and so there's but what you're doing and, and i think this confused a lot of people that this isn't vr gaming this is literally you put up a screen a virtual screen in your augmented reality play space and then you can grab a playstation 5 controller or whatever else and you can play a game but it's just it's just a flat screen game. Uh, the most VR thing I saw was that this thing allows you to take short videos uh, or photographs that are actually 3D. That when you look that when when you view them with this headset on are actually 3D, right? In the same way, yeah. so which is pretty cool. This is this is very much I think uh, setting the groundwork for something that when the price comes down. And when the technology gets better, a lot of people will want in their house. Like a lot of people want in their home. When it's something that you can just like throw on, and it's like this. This is looks super lightweight, but I but I still don't think we're quite there. You know, for something that we're just like, oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get some work done, and then you throw on a visor. Like no, no, you're not gonna work. You're not gonna go work for eight hours with this thing on your face, especially since, especially since I don't know if you caught this, AJ. 
if somehow, <laughs> somehow Apple managed to create a, a, a headset that not only has a wire, <laughs> but also has a two hour battery life. It's like the worst <laughs> of both worlds. Like you're going to piss off everybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's like what I said. This is what makes it interesting is the, the different headsets. I don't think a lot of people are going to buy into this. I could be wrong. Um, I just, I don't see how this is more convenient yeah. than, you know, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't necessarily have the convenience of some of these things and it doesn't have the, um, you know, like really like, do you want to use a, a, a virtual keyboard or watch movies? I mean, it's like, these should be, again, these, all these things kind of feel like small features that should be in a gaming device, but you know, they've got this one now that's super expensive. No, I don't, I don't see it taking off at three $3,500. Um, and then you've got meta who's got kind of got the, the balance of, well, it's not the most powerful, um, but it's slightly cheaper and it's wireless short battery life. And then you've got the PlayStation, which is $50 more. And I'm talking about the quest three. Now you've got the PlayStation, which is, you know, $50 more it's wired, but it's designed to just do one thing. It doesn't have like, you know, all these nice features, uh, these bells and whistles, but it is just designed to play games and play like, you know, high end games. So, um, I think definitely, those two are going to be the most appealing to people, especially at a competitive price like that. For sure. For sure. And, and honestly, I mean, maybe this will sell, maybe this won't. I don't think that's the point. Uh, what, what Apple's doing, I think right now is laying the groundwork, uh, and, and making sure that they're the first in this field to be doing something like this. Uh, what, what I, what I really enjoyed was, uh, over on Endream's website, they actually posted a reaction. Uh, to this announcement talking about uh, Apple and the future of VR, et cetera. And they, they posted this graph that I'm going to pull up on the screen right here uh, that actually shows uh, the the sales of uh, each. Apparently the stream just got suspended for violation or something. Oh. Because of Apple. Oh. Uh, well, that's interesting. That, that That's crazy. I mean... Do you think people would want to? Can people still hear us or no? <laughs> no video or sound. Huh. Well then. Well. All right. Well, that was interesting. Uh, here, let's just get this thing back up and running. Hopefully, everybody. Uh, you know, Brian, what they say: it ain't out. It ain't out about how hard you get hit by copyright. <laughs> strikes it's about how hard you get hit by copyright strikes i'm very keep going i'm very very curious man because obviously this is like the talk of the day uh that 10 minute video clip that i was showing was uh was like the promo piece that wasn't even like the 40 minute segment from the uh from from the conference so if that 10 minute video clip is is copyrighted and uh and they're gonna be shutting down anybody who streams or uses that like that's the piece that's the video that people are going to want to show when they talk about this so i'm I'm actually very curious to see uh, how many people are going to have their stream shut down today uh and over the next week which is fucking craziness probably a lot of people uh, so we were trying to be real nice but now i'm just gonna say fuck you apple because uh, your headset's a piece of shit it's too expensive yeah go fuck <laughs> you and your stupid ass 
$3,500 piece of shit that nobody's going to use. That you can't even play VR games on. doesn't even have its own can't. controllers. I could, Good job I, I could pinch, something. I could pinch nipples, I could put AJ. a flat screen in VR, Brian. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play video games by pinching your non-existent nipples. Look, look this is how I'm going to play. I'm going to sit on my couch and people are going to think I'm weird. But you get to record your family. Now you get to FaceTime in VR, Brian. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> You can FaceTime, Brian. No. You can't do that anywhere else. No. No, it's all terrible. It's all terrible. <laughs> I, I just, I just, again, I, I don't understand the audience for it. Here's, and joking aside, I, actually, shout out to Nihilus Ryan, the game feline with the $5 tip says, Brian's <laughs> bell money tip train. Let's go. Uh, yeah, right? I mean, Break I, us out, guys. the next sirens you hear might be for me. Um, <laughs> so, but, but, okay, but all joking aside, uh, I, I've got, I've got to, I've got to give it to Apple, man. Like, they did this, they did this press conference today. Uh, and 40 minutes of it was devoted to the vision pro, right? Here's, here's a, st- here's a company that well, focuses. What the fuck else anyone cares about? Nobody cares about anything else. But, but, but here's a company that's so focused on phones. It's so focused on uh, laptops. It's so focused on whatever, right? Focus on all these different things that you have in your house. And then, uh, and, and then they devote this huge amount of time to their new headset where, Here's then you look at Sony, who you know already had a whole generation of VR. Everyone was looking to them to be like the market leaders, like uh, the, the the people who were going to push VR forward this whole next generation. And we never even got a proper PSVR two launch event, or even a proper PSVR two reveal like this. We we never really got that. We got some. We got a bunch of blog posts, and we got some lady unboxing a PSVR two headset. Um, on launch day, and then more blog posts. That's all we ever got. And and and, and like so, and I and I really do feel like that. Meta and Apple are showing Sony what's up, and be like, if you fucking care about this headset and you want people to buy it and you want to push this thing and you want to sell it, you got to fucking work for it, man. You can't just let you can't just let. It's not just going to sell itself. You have to convince people. Forty minutes, AJ, of watching people wear this headset uh, today on Apple's uh, press conference. I like I think that sold a lot of people. But if they just put this out in stores for $3500 and put out a, a news brief that said, "Hey, we, our new uh, augmented reality headset is out. Uh, everyone go buy it." It wouldn't sell. They had to put time and money into this. And so I, I I've got to applaud Apple. I've got to applaud Meta for for doing what Sony's not doing, and that's proper marketing. As we as we watch a Resident Evil Village trailer, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I fully agree with that because at the end of the day, the product I think is you know kind of speaks a little bit for itself a little bit. Now, Meta, I I do think Meta does a great job. I think they, I do think they do a great job. Uh, you know, controlling the message, controlling the marketing, getting trying to find ways. You know, they released a bunch of stuff. Uh, they announced a bunch of stuff last week. And, you know, these are smaller titles and stuff. None of them were really like AAA things. And and I thought that they uh, they did a pretty good job, at least from my perspective, as somebody who's, you know, a big PSVR guy, um, I thought they did a great, a great job. Um, I know, of course, there were some people that were criticizing some things and whatnot, but uh, I, I thought it was great. This, um, I don't know. I mean... Yes. So you're saying so you're saying Sony's marketing is bad, Brian? I don't I don't understand. I I, I don't Listen, I don't know what you mean. We gave Sony the benefit of the doubt for the better part of a year. 
saying, well, I guess it wasn't the right time to rev- to talk about this. It felt yet. like two years, right? but, three years. Like, yeah. uh, but I felt like we made a lot of excuses for Sony and said, well, you know, this it made, in retrospect, it didn't make sense, and, and we and we were jumping the gun, uh, and, and we kept wanting to do things before it made sense for Sony to do it. And and, and looking at this, I'm like, yeah. This is this is the right way to do it, man. This is the right way to do it. You you don't just fucking put push something out in in order for and then let it fail, right? I've said it time and time again. Uh, I think PlayStation and PSVR are succeeding despite Sony, because I don't think yeah. I I don't think Sony, especially the marketing team, I don't think Sony uh, is really understands how to sell these things. I, I think I, well, I, I think that I wasn't planning on having this conversation here. I wasn't expecting this because <laughs> I would have just said, "Let's have a whole conversation about this." Like you go on, but, but this brings uh, it into this discussion. brings it into the light, though, doesn't it? Like the, you, so sometimes, sometimes you're like you, you just kind of deal with what you've been dealt, and you just kind of like you know eat the shit that you've been given, and then and you and you do it for so long that you think, "Oh, well, this is just how things are done." And then you look outside of your bubble and you see other people that are doing it right. And it's really fucking frustrating that the, 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 the headset that you want to play on, the people who are making the games that you want to play don't really seem to care about the things that they're making and the things that you care about nearly as much as you do. And certainly not as much as their competitors do. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I think there's, um, I think there's definitely a vocal audience. You know, there's a, there's a lot of fandom that comes along with it. And it, and when, when, Companies market things a certain way. When they show you what you want to see, you are satisfied, you are happy. But at the end of the day, people are still going out and buying whatever they're going out and buying. Yes, there are certain things that uh, can can you know kind of build the excitement, build the hype, the conversation more, of, and make more of a positive conversation surrounding the thing. But at the end of the day, people are still going out and buying you know FIFA and 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 uh, NFL. Um, Madden and stuff, and there's no conversation around that. There's no internet uh, positivity surrounding that, really. So, yes, these things are good from a – they're good. It's good from a marketing standpoint. But at the end of the day, like, they're selling way – they're selling tons and tons of PS5s. They're doing really well. And so they're not really being forced to where I want them yet. Like, I – I like when Sony gets their ass kicked and, and they haven't yeah. been getting their ass kicked and we've been suffering because of it. Um, I, I definitely want to see them, uh, you know, and I think this is a good start. I think this is hopefully inspires them, but I, I just don't see them taking that risk yet. I don't, you know, I think right now, especially they they just don't seem like the same risk takers um, that they were that, and they've, kind of lost some of the innovation that got that made me you know this is like what i know playstation for is their innovation and it's like no they're not doing that they're releasing nice products but they are not like innovating they're playing things very safe i mean when you look at the psvr2 and you know it it does its job it can play badass games other than that what the fuck else does it do it does not do anything else like all it can do it has one goal, and luckily it does that goal. Um, but there's no 3D home environment. There's no, you know, movie theater apps. There's no virtual keyboard. Like, I can't even click around on the keyboard and press, you know, the th- thing. I got to use the joystick. Yep. Um, they've lost a lot of the creativity and innovation, for sure, and the marketing. The marketing has always been – dude, the best marketing they've had – okay, 
aside from E3, it was it was maybe the first showcase that they had. The first PS5 showcase, there was something really special about that. I don't know what it was, but it was just it was crazy. It was really good. Um and none of the others have uh, lived up to that first one. And, you know, they show glimpses here and there. Like the first state of play that showed PSVR 2, um, you know, we had Resident Evil 4 announced. We had uh, Saints and Sinners, No Man's Sky, uh, Resident Evil Village. Um, I thought that was good, but that unfortunately was like a one-off. But anyways, I I kind of agree with you, man. I While I don't think it's... I don't think it's having the sales impact that, you know, it would, I think it deserves. Um, I do think everyone is uh, marketing 10 times better than Sony is, at least from a fan perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of, one of the things that uh, I t- started talking about in, in probably long, long after the, the last stream got cut off uh, was, was a, a graph that, uh, End Dreams actually put up on their website because End Dreams uh, was talking about uh, basically their reactions to this new headset in, in the future of VR. Um, and uh, here, I think I've yeah, this, this should still be right here. Uh, so here it is. Uh, what what it what it does is it shows uh, that new new Apple technology tends to not sell crazy good, um, but but it's like laying the groundwork for future iterations to sell crazy good. Right. And I, and I think that's sort of Apple's business model. Uh, you can see like the iPod one barely moved the needle and neither did two and barely neither, really the third one didn't either. And then the fourth one fucking took off like crazy. And so I do think that Apple in a sense is, is really okay. If this thing doesn't sell all that much, right? Because they're developing the technology, they're getting it out there in front of people. They're trying to show people that this is the way forward, that this is something that you're going to use eventually in your house all the time. You probably just have one laying around in different rooms, you know, to pick up and throw on when you need it. Um, and, uh, and, and I, and I think, I think this is just the beginning of the vision pro. I think we're going to see many, many models of this and it's going to get slimmer and sleeker. Uh, and obviously less expensive, which is going to be the real thing to move the needle. Uh, and it's, I, I think I think it's eventually going to be a big deal, and I, in and, and strangely, AJ, the goofiest thing about this is that uh, it's got the it's got the forward facing screen, so that other people can see your face while you're in it. Now that's not really your face, as they showed. Like you have to scan your face, so that there's like a you know 3D model avatar that's representing you while you're in there, uh, and and so obviously very ready player one inspired right so it's it looks straight out of the ready player one movie right so it's it's that right it's it's that thing that suddenly makes vr more comfortable so there's not somebody just like sitting on your sofa that like doesn't even know you're that at least it looks like you can see them right like there's a there's a perceived ability to they they message a lot of what they said in this presentation, if you notice, was very much about like, we don't want to disconnect you from, you know, we don't want you to just yeah. put on the headset and disappear from everyone else and be antisocial. The whole thing that they're trying to build around this. Which when is, somebody uh, sits down on the sofa next to the person, they actually enter the the, the vision of the person who's there. Like, yeah. it's, and yeah. then you, you, they can see your eyes through the, uh, through the thing as well. Um, again, 
these aren't like selling points to me, but it's like, okay, these are all little cool things I'd like to see eventually. Like I, like I said, I like the tech that I've seen in this a lot. Some of the, I like a lot of the tech and the features. I just don't really like, like the purpose of it or, or don't really, uh, yeah connect with the purpose of it it's like cool it does this but why why would you want to for, for uh, gamers like it's, that... for gamers it's pointless i mean for people who you know it, uh, the only games that you're gonna but play I think for a lot of non-gamers there's a lot of pointless stuff in there too i mean mm-hmm. there's some cool tech in there to make you go oh wow but there's also it's like there's when it comes to i guarantee you most people are gonna rather use their tablet or their computer then or their TV, yeah. Then use this thing. It does have some use. That's cool, but they're not gonna. Uh, I don't think this. The difference is when the when the smartphone came out. The smartphone was kind of like revolutionary, and this has like I think this does some nice things tech wise, but I don't think this is like enough to. This isn't replacing a smartphone anytime soon. I don't think. Not anytime soon. Absolutely not. Uh, the, the question, the question I think is like, wh- I, I, Apple never focuses on games, right? And so for it to be appealing to me is like, they have to start focusing on games. And, uh, and, and I, and I think that this is not the model that's going to do that. I think, you know, when, when we get the, the slimmer model in two years and they even slimmer than that model and they get more powerful, they get slimmer, they get more comfortable, uh, they get less expensive. Um, I, you know, I think by version three or four of this, uh, it will absolutely be able to play VR games. Um, and, and that'll be a big selling point. So I, I think this is a great first step in the door, uh, for Apple. And I, and I think, I think this is going to be, uh, I think this is going to be big eventually. Now, $3,500 price point, I, I think keeps a lot of people out of it. Um, I'm very curious about it. I'd love to try one. Uh, but it's never going to be, uh, it's, it's for, for at least for now, it's not going to be something that I'm even remotely interested in uh, purchasing. Yeah, the price is going to keep a lot of people away for sure. But it's not really I don't think it's also intended to be like, oh, this is supposed to be everybody goes out and buys one. Yeah. Like um, that's what the, the what, you know, the, the the quest and the PSVR, too, is a little bit more geared toward um, considering what you get for the price. Um yeah. This is definitely like a, just an expensive piece of entertainment and cool technology um, that some people will probably enjoy. And um, like you said, it's kind of like the Quest Pro, but a little bit more competent. Right. And, and the greatest thing, the greatest thing is that uh, with so many people who, uh, who who kind of see Apple as the way forward, as uh, this is going to be the tech that, you know, that will lead us through life type thing, uh, it's normalizing VR Right. For anybody who thought VR was right. a fad or VR was, uh, just a gimmick, uh, when, when Apple creates something and says, and, and then sells it to millions upon millions of people, it legitimizes it for the world. And so I do think that when some people go, Oh, what is this Apple product? What is this $3,500 device? What can it do? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it can't play VR games. Well, what does play VR games? And you start looking around and you see Quest, you see PSVR too. You see these, I mean, dude, when I say cheaper, right? I mean, so much cheaper. Suddenly, suddenly it makes PSVR 2 seem like a budget option, right? $550 compared to $3,500. That is, that's the super budget option. <laughs> well, again, like, yeah, I mean, it, it makes, uh, when there's more stuff out there, it's making 
people understand the value that PSVR 2 offers now a little bit better. And um, there's a little bit of, like I said, the this is why competition is good is because you kind of see other examples and you see how well, how good of a product uh, the PSVR 2 actually is when you compare it to other things for what it's the purpose that it serves, what it offers um, potentially can offer. Uh, and same goes for the quest as well. Um, you know, which actually has more features than the PSVR 2. And, um, but again, they're, they're different. I do think they're, comp- they're competing, but they offer their strengths and weaknesses are definitely like seesawing here. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's check out some of the comments from the chat. And yes, Emily Baxter, I do read the chat. Go fuck yourself. Uh, Emily Baxter, the cartoony which game kit with a $2 tip says Apple sucks. Come at me, Apple. Yeah. Go for it, Apple. Good luck, Apple. I think, I think I'm on Apple's side. <laughs> J- <laughs> Jim Perona with the $2 tip says, uh, aboard the tip train. Welcome back. Uh, thank you, JP. We appreciate you. Mark Pringlesleaf with the two quid says, I think Apple headset was designed by Yoko Ono. Uh, I mean, it is pretty sleek. I'll say that. Uh, Yoko Ono is an awesome artist. Don't don't believe the nonsense. She didn't break up the Beatles. She's actually pretty talented. <laughs> Matster Game Catster with a ten dollar tip. She probably broke up the Beatles. Says, yeah, it's expensive, but is the box blue? <laughs> <laughs> Asking the hard hitting questions here, Matster. Yeah, uh, they generally go for a lot of white. Um, and uh, in, in my PlayStation VR 2 box was already very white when I bought it. So I don't need another one of those. Chrome Colossus with the $2 tip says, yay, Vision Pro. <laughs> I mean, PSVR 2. Woo! <laughs> yay, PSVR 2. Uh, dude, so it, what's funny, man, is that like I was I was all set today before uh, before this happened to be like, man, Apple could very easily leave Sony in the dust right now, depending on how they market this thing, depending on what it's capable of, depending on how powerful it is, depending on what, if they have like certain developers backing them. And like, and, and I, it was really Apple's game to lose as far as that's concerned. Uh, and then Apple decided to just go this different market altogether. Uh, and so it was really interesting to see, um, you know, the, there really isn't a huge competitor for PSVR 2 right now. Like we're st- here we are. Apple finally put this thing out after four years of rumors or they finally revealed it. And, and PSVR 2 is still the headset to beat, which is pretty cool. Well, I do think, uh, again, talked about this last Thursday. I think uh, Meta Quest 3 is going to be some great competition for PSVR 2. Um, and I, I think it's a great thing overall. Uh, I really, really do. I'm actually really happy. I, I hope it does well because, again, it's it's um, it's good. It's good. Competition is is. When there's competition, we win. Um, Distracted says the same people who shat on the price of the PSVR 2 will praise Apple for this device. Apple gets away with a lot of shit, man. Like, a lot of shit. Like, people who buy Apple products don't even worry about the price of Apple products. All they care about is that it's the new the new cool tech from Apple. Um you know, and and I love my iPhone. I've been I've been an iPhone guy since iPhone three. I only buy I only upgrade every four years or so, right? Because I just other than that, it's ridiculous. I don't upgrade till I have to. Um, but that's it for me. Like I don't think there's any other Apple products in my in my house. Um, and so I guess I'm not well, money. I'm not a hardcore Apple guy. That's for sure. People may not be complaining about the price online, although I do see a lot of people saying like, "No way, I'm paying for that." Um, they they may not be complaining about it, but money talks, man. And I'm sure PSVR two will outsell this thing, like by quite a bit. Yeah, 
Shades of Grey Matter says, Brian is right about this. He, his comment was way longer than that, but I just read the important part. <laughs> I don't even know what it was in reference to, but thank you for saying I'm right about something. <sighs> I don't know, AJ. But this is a little bit different, though. I, I do think this is, like I said, this is not a... Well, I do think they're all kind of competing for this in this VR, AR space. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely a different product that is meant to offer something completely different. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to know how much that, that front-facing screen costs them, right? It's not it's not just a square, right? It's like in... Uh, I, I just... I also want to know, I was, I want to know how much battery life that's occupying. I want to know how much that drove the price up because I feel like it's so unnecessary, but also at the same time really makes this such a unique product that I'm like, I, I I don't know. Like that, that's my favorite thing about this is the front facing uh, screen, but it's, it's, it's essentially useless. (laughs) It just, it makes it comfortable for other people in the room. Which is so weird to me because, like, when I've got the headset on, people are like, "Oh, it's it's so sleek looking. Oh, it's this or that." I, I don't give a fuck, man. As long as it's comfortable, and who knows if this thing is comfortable? It, it seems pretty lightweight, so it probably is. Um, but still, it's the it's the ski goggle. Uh, I dude, I was I wish I had some sk- snowboarding goggles. Stuff. I was I was looking. I no, I I wanted to look around, but I know I don't still have yeah. them. But man, I wish I had my fucking ski goggles. But, that, but they took the ski oh goggle approach, and it's like, uh, like I mean, like I so far, I think I've, it looks nice. It looks nice, but I, but I've never worn anything uh, like that that's been super duper comfortable. Um, you know, so, it's, I, so yeah. I don't really care what it looks like. I don't care. It's if also other... weird with the wire and the battery, like you said. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all weird, very weird. odd combination. Yeah. Anyway, what what people what but this is what people are going to really want. What most what a lot of people are going to say is, oh, I want sunglasses that yeah. you know have all the same capabilities, and then is like two hundred, three hundred dollars. That's when people will finally be satisfied. Otherwise, they're never going to shut up. And and, that, and that's that's why this is important because you have to start somewhere, right? And I, yeah, and I think yeah. companies like Meta and uh, like Apple understand that they you've got to bring out the expensive tech to eventually get it down to uh, more affordable tech. And I and I think that's one people a lot of people I 100% agree with you. People will be so much happier when it's just a pair of glasses that you put on and they're AR glasses like Google Glass. No, not Google Glass and Microsoft. Uh, Hololens, Hololens, yeah, lens, yeah, yeah, and and I think that's what people want when it comes to AR, right? They want stuff that they can wear all the time that like just augments Terminator Two style everything they look at, um, gives you some options and shit. I I don't know, man. I I don't this. There's got to be people out there that this is for. There's got to be people who are watching this and said, yes, this is for me. And I just I'm not one of those people. I'm not in the space uh, where those where those people exist. Um, This is like ten of them, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> 10 total and half of them five of them are youtubers <laughs> okay sure or promoters right but but you know again at the end of the day if this legitimizes vr a little bit more if this makes people more comfortable with the idea of putting something on your face to you know to to get a Which task I think done it does. or play a game or, or whatever watch a tv show or watch a movie like then then, then we're making great strides and and i do find i do think that this piece of technology specifically is very important and especially since it's Apple, people will pay attention to it. So, True Pixel LLC dropping some wisdom says the Apple headset is clearly not gaming focused, but in many ways it feels very much like an answer looking for a problem. Yeah. 
I agree. I agree. Uh, what up, true up pixel. Emily Baxter, hashtag the cartoony witch game kitten with $2 tips. The Joko owner sucks. That's why John kept her around. Oh, man. John, John Lennon, one of the greatest people who ever fucking lived. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's, let's leave it. Let's leave his legacy nice and clean around here. Looper, the underground game cat with the five euros says, imagine people on live stream seeing the dread in your eyes. Okay. So that's interesting, right? Because this is, this is a 3D model of your face. This is what, what people are seeing from the outside is not your actual face. It's not scanning your face or doing whatever, right? It's like you've created an avatar. Uh, I'm assuming there's eye tracking. So it's like blinking and looking where you're looking. But like, if you raise your eyebrows, like if you, if, if you look scared, is it going to, does it mimic that? Like, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I looked far enough into that, but I'd like to find out the answer to that. But that would be cool, Looper. I totally agree with you. Um, Leo AI with the 27 Sekiro said, y'all forgot to read my my previous comment. Peace. Oh, no. Um, I, I, will, uh, I, I will look it up, Leo. I've got, I can do it through the YouTube app. It's just a little bit up. Oh, okay. Sorry. It says uh, he's put, he gave us 65 Sekiro's. Thank you. And it says, I'm afraid Sony with Ryan is shifting from VR and single player games for games as a service. Yoshida greenlit the PSVR one and two horizon shows no dedication for their VR. Oh, I totally saw this. How did I not copy and paste it? I'm sorry, Leo. Um, I think, I think this is a natural fear to have. Right, this is a natural fear to have because because of the different games that they're showing, uh, the different studios they're acquiring. Even Sony's, you know, has said very publicly how many games as a service uh, they want to have by a certain year. Um, but but it's but they've also said that they know their audience and they know what people are looking for, and and uh, and, and what's made them the PlayStation that we all know and love are single player uh, narrative driven adventures, uh, and and so I don't see that going going away anytime soon um yeah maybe just they're gonna scale it back a little bit i mean because there's also been people like um like sean Layden and stuff that have said like you cannot sustain yourself on making these 200 million dollar games every now and then like so um there could have been a there could possibly be an issue running into that eventually so um yeah I think it all just comes down to marketing again. I think they could get away with doing whatever they want if they just had the right messaging and were a little bit more in tune with uh, the player base, the fan base. Yeah, yeah. I also, also, there's no guarantee that these things are going to succeed, right? I mean, who knows? Uh, Sony gamers might not want these uh, games of service type games, uh, and if they all fail. I think Sony's going to realize, like, hey, this is this is not the business model we can be going after. Like, you know, like yep. in the same way as NFTs and, and everything else has sort of come and gone and be like, oh, people don't want this and, yep. and let the market decide and for Jim itself. And Ryan gets fired and everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Bell Ramey of the Game Cat with 60 euros says, unless Sony brings back 3D movies, Apple headset wins any competition, not even close, LOL. Uh, as you said, AJ, um, having like the 3D space, like a, a virtual movie theater to um, to watch uh, to watch movies in, uh, to hang out with your friends, that kind of stuff is all going to be great. Um, that, that, I saw big screen posting about their headset, by the way. Yeah, they're like, hey, guess what else plays movies and isn't thirty five hundred dollars? Have they announced the price on that? I don't know. Isn't that out already or not? I don't know. Maybe don't it's know. not. 
I mean, I have a hard time caring, <laughs> but the only what what I care about is um is, is you know will will big screen having their own headset prevent big screen from ever coming to PSVR two? I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. These yeah, these, these are I, things I, I just I, haven't been keeping up on. I think they're full of shit because they've been saying it's been coming forever. It ships in quarter three, twenty twenty three. Pre order is. thousand dollars okay no thanks <laughs> i mean what if, uh dude i've got a quest 2 that has big screen on it like what what, what are we doing here <laughs> right um yeah. looper the underground game cat with the five euro says the 3d scan here we go looper knows this shit the 3d scan is only needed to emulate the lower part of your face on facetime calls the image on the headset comes from eye tracking cameras okay very interesting. Um, all right. All right, man. You know, I think we've talked about this enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was – because our stream got cut off, it kind of went off the rails a little bit and got all a little messy. But yeah. Um, but we talked about it at least. <laughs> we talked about it at least. Um, all right, man. Well, then uh, it's probably time to do a little uh, 20 questions and get the show on the road. And by on the road, I yes. mean get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, I, it's my turn. I'm hosting, hosting this one. That means I've got a PlayStation VR 1 or PlayStation VR 2 game in my head. Uh, and it's up to you guys. In your head. In your head. Briar. 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 Yeah, yeah. To figure out what game I'm thinking of with 20 yes or no questions. The harder part of this, of course, though, is that there's only six minutes on the clock and putting the clock up on the counter the way that Jeremy likes it. AJ, are you ready? I guess so, man. All right. Then on your mark, it does. I'm ready because I got the cats. All right. Uh, Is this game on PSVR 2? Yeah. Okay. Is this game... On PSVR one, uh, no. Only PSVR two, exclusive. Mm. Is it a puzzle game? Uh, there are puzzles. Is it sci-fi? Uh, yeah, it is sci-fi. That's four. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think I could beat my record. What's the record? Three or four? Uh, uh, Looper. <laughs> is this game a sequel to a game that was on psvr1 sort of yeah (laughs) sort of sort of i mean sort of that's five does this game have stunning graphics no no that's six I almost accidentally lost there. So wait, it is a sequel though. It is sci-fi. As opposed to intentionally losing? <laughs> yeah, I almost accidentally lost. No one intentionally loses, AJ. Oh, he said kind of. Oh, son of a bitch. I think NGI is right. Is this game supposed to be scary? Does is does this game is this game supposed to be scary? Yeah. No. No. So it's not Cosmo Dread. 
No, Fuck. no, that's that, a that's harder. a spiritual successor at best. Not, I wouldn't say. Well, when kind I of said a, it, yeah, yeah. Well, but, when I said it as a sequel, you said kind of. Oh no, but yeah, but, okay, but okay. I'm trying not to mislead you. I said kind of to help you, okay. not to mislead you. Okay. All right. Um. Puzzles, sci-fi, PSVR two only. Well, at least not on PSVR one. Um. Probably not Red Matter because it doesn't look super great. Did it come out within the last month? Yes. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, <clears throat> is there a teleporter? Can you teleport in this game? Yes. Is it Budget Cuts Ultimate? Ten questions. Yes, it is. It's sort of a sequel because it includes the first game and the second game. Uh, who is that? A lot, a lot of thank you, distracted. Thank you. Who's the first person that got it? Sorry. Go ahead. Neat Corporation came out June 1st of this month, so only four days ago, technically. Um, does not have good-looking graphics. Does not have ultra-realistic graphics. See, see Too bad. Me? Yeah, it's really sad. Did you play this? I played... I was wanting to play the second one. Yeah. <laughs> but they uh, make you play the first one again. Yeah. So I haven't gone through the first one again. I'll tell you, man. Because I just want to play the second one. If you don't if you don't care about trophies, the way to play this game is by going into the cheats menu and turning on all the mods that you want to. Turn on the fastest locomotion setting that's not usually available within the game. Uh, allow yourself to use the guns that your enemies drop. That, that, it's so much fun just walking around this game with a fucking gun and just shooting everybody. I mean, it kills the challenge, but it's m- way more fun. Um, uh, there's a uh, homing. You can turn on homing attacks so that when you throw knives or scissors, uh, they kind of like hone in right on the uh, on the target. So, yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. But that's the way to play it. Uh, and so, uh, other than that, I, I I don't know. I didn't have that much fun with it. Too bad. Six point five. That's all you gave it, which I think is about where I was. With it, yeah, but there's some exciting stuff coming soon, ain't there, Brian? Exciting stuff coming soon. Uh, over the next few weeks, uh, obviously, we should be getting a release date for Hubris soon. Uh, Pixel Ripped got a release date for a couple like uh, 10 dates from now, I think, 15th. is the 15th. That's right. Um, also, uh, let's see, Synapse is July 4th, VR Skater is coming soon, Synapse. yeah, dude, yes, all sorts of good stuff. Like, this is uh, games. very good stuff, and, and Bra- Break Stuff VR comes out tomorrow. Break stuff VR, AJ. Break stuff VR. I, I, I just finished my review. <laughs> Support indie devs, Brian. I just finished my review. So uh, as soon as the embargo list for that, which I believe is after the game comes out, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, I will. That review will be up on the channel. Also, uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth comes out this week as well for uh, for Wakaboot Mini Golf, uh, and uh, man. Very excited to uh, to talk about that as well. Uh, feel the magic, hear the roar. Thunder Game Cats are loose with the Australian $2 tip. Says, can't wait to try eating a pizza crust first. Who, who does that where? Is that a thing? That was a thing in the 90s when the Casper movie came out and they made stuffed crust pizza at Pizza Hut. What? Yep. Okay. But I don't think anyone actually did it. Okay. They tried to. Just, do you know there's hot dog 
stuffed crust pizzas. Ew. These are the things I learned about when I hang out in voice chat on Discord. Like, I love hot dogs. I love stuffed crust. I love pizza. I don't know if I want a hot dog in my crust. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out today. Uh, this is uh, what a weird episode. I got I got to go back and figure out where the last stream cut off. If it's view, if it's visible, like what the fuck happened uh, exactly, and see if I can't stitch these things together. Uh, so thanks so much, Apple, for ruining our day. But thank you, everybody else, for being here and making our day so much better. Hopefully, we made your Monday a lot better. Make sure you go subscribe to AJ at PSVR Underground. Thank you to everybody who helps this channel run. Uh, all the moderators who I love. So dearly, uh, J- Jamie, after getting this up on podcast services of your choice, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who's getting uh, timestamps into the show each and every single day. It's going to be a little bit late. He's working overtime this week, uh, so don't mind the late stamps. Um, also, everyone who supports the channel, everyone who uh, supports the channel financially, by being a member over here, or definitely <laughs> back. There was a $2 tip says, cue the Yoko. Um, everybody who supports the channel financially, uh, here are memberships, patreon.com slash without pro games. Everyone who tips over here, uh, everyone who, uh, hangs out, shoots the shit, helps with 20 questions. And all of you who sit back and watch the show and don't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. Can I cue the cat, AJ? Cue the motherfucking cat, right? Because I want to say fuck you, Apple, and hello, and see you on Wednesday to NGI. Thank you so much for uh, participating a lot in the show today. It was nice to read your lovely comments. Aceville VR in the house tonight, asking if I'm going to be there playing the Sunday multiplayer D-Day, probably for a little bit, most likely. Heavy Brett, AI, or Al. I still, we still haven't figured that out, have we? Um... <laughs> Love you as well, my friend. Steve, IRE, good to see you, man. Kato93, good to see you. GC13, the Diet Pepsi Cat, not as good to see you. You should be working really hard right now. What are you doing being here? No, get back to work. GC, I love you, miss you, and thank you for the invite I didn't go to. Mark Pringles Leaf, Fat Boy Vernon, Guy Sun Fistbump to you, Grumpy Williams, Xavier, good to see you. ET.2K9.L. It's still hard to say so many years later. SP in the house now. <laughs> Nick the Game Cat. Ow! I'm still watching you, homie. Charlie Murphy! Good to see you, man. 4D, the four-dimensional Game Cat, uh, says, what's in your head? <laughs> in your head. Brian, Brian, Brian. Yes, yes. Fat boy, Vernon, uh, Alberto, my palm, the game, I got dog, so I got cojones. I'm surprised we haven't seen, I haven't seen it, I said that name in a long time. Uh, Vencer, uh, gosh, Emily Baxter has that cartooning witch game kit. Says, yes, fuck Apple. I agree. Oh my god. I, I, I like my iPhone though. Uh, also, I, I I just checked and um, I got I got a follow up email from YouTube and they said uh, they said yeah uh, Apple has blocked your uh, they didn't just stop the live stream they have now officially blocked the entire video so what I'm gonna have to do is uh, go in and take these two uh, games cast and stitch them together and re upload them uh, it's gonna be a fucking disaster <laughs> so <laughs> you can just black it just don't show the shit on screen yeah i mean i i hope that's all it'll take hope, hopefully enough hopefully enough of the stream uh kept going before it was blocked to, to make it a cohesive uh stitch 
between the two uh, between the two episodes. But I'll do what now I can. You can like edit. You can edit the games cast and just make us look a lot better than we actually are. Ooh, ooh! Can I put like some skin smoothing on and, and make it? Make you can myself like kind of like half the shit that I say that's stupid and that's all. Yeah, you can de-age us. That would take way too long, AJ. <laughs> if I cut out everything we say that's stupid, uh, this is never getting re-uploaded. <laughs> it's just like five minutes, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, all right. Good night, everybody. Good night, AJ. Good night, Cats. Good night, Yoko. Good night, Brian. We love you.